Amen. No other place I'd rather be, you know, on a Friday night hearing the word of God. Amen. And this month we've been uh, touching on the topic of love and we've heard different messages and um, good, great messages, inspiring. And tonight I will be sharing with you and um, we'll be looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verses 14 and 15 and it should be up there for you and it reads for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus, Lord, and Father, I ask that you increase in me, Father God, that you speak your word to your people, Lord, that you will inspire them, encourage them, Father God, bring about a change, Lord, and that they will grow deeper in love with you, Father God. And we ask that you bless this time, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. So tonight I want to talk about, like the first verse that says, for Christ's love compels us. And the word compel in the dictionary means to drive or urge with force, to oblige, to necessitate, either by physical or moral force. And in some other versions it says that Christ's love um, controls us. But in this version, my old Bible, it says, Christ's love compels us. Amen? And here we have Paul speaking to the Corinthians. You know, in 1 Corinthians, he had spoken to them. But he had to make a second visit to speak to them again because there was immorality going on. False prophets were, were being led in. And corruption and he was compelled to speak to them and encourage them to do right by God amen and we look at the story of Jesus and that was love right he was compelled you know to come down to earth to save us and to reach us amen he was compelled to carry that cross and to die on the cross for our sins, amen? And that is love that compels us, amen? Those of you that, you know, maybe fell in love long ago, you remember that feeling you were compelled to call that person, to spend time with them, to get to know them, amen? And God's love is compelling. And we've all experienced it because God touched our lives and we surrendered our hearts to them, to him, I mean. And as I looked, and you know, Tuesday on Bible study, I looked at um, uh, John 13, verse 1, where it says, Jesus knew he would be leaving this world. And it says, having loved his own who were in this world, he now showed them the full extent 
of his love. And I just focused on those words. I've read this story many times, but those words right there, that he showed the full extent of his love to the disciples. He hadn't died on the cross yet, but he poured out his love, and he cleaned their dirty patas' feet and everything. <laughs> Amen. But he poured out the full extent. He didn't hold back. You know, he took the role of servant and started washing their feet. And he told them, you don't know what I'm doing now, but, you know, you're going to come to know why. And he told them, do this for each other. Amen. And it's just amazing. It's like, wow, the full extent of his love. I, I just started meditating on that. And then if this was the full extent of his love, then he tripled it when he died on the cross for us. Amen? He, he poured it all out. He didn't hold back when he died on, the died on the cross for us. Amen? He took the role of a servant, and that's what he came to do. He came to serve us. And he says, I didn't come to, to be served. I came to serve you. And that's the love that compelled him to pour it all out for him. And love is a powerful thing. You know, I'm sorry, Miss Tina Turner with a song, What's Love Got to Do With It? Remember that? It's a secondhand emotion. No, Tina, you got it wrong. It's a full, um, powerful, and we've seen love transformed lives. We've seen our lives transformed, amen? And um, we see Paul also with his conversion. He was persecuting Christians. And when he had that encounter with Christ, the love of Christ touched him and it turned him around because then he started, you know, he wanted to share the gospel and go out and preach it. The love of Christ compelled him to go out and reach. I mean, we see Paul's story and everything that he went through. Uh, he was in chains, he was beaten, but he was compelled to share the gospel, amen? because he knew the power of the word. And when we have been transformed by God and touch, we are compelled, amen? That's love in action, my friends. And we can't forget that because it's powerful, amen? As if we look at 2 Kings, there's a story there. Um, actually, 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 16, where Solomon had to make a difficult decision in this story of two women. They both had babies, and one of them rolled over on a baby, killed it, and then she snatched the other baby and claimed it as hers. Well, they started fighting for that baby, and Solomon said, well, let's cut it in half, one half to the other, one half to the other. The one that wasn't the mom said, go ahead, do it. But the mom that loved her child said no. She, you know, gave it to the other one. And that's how Solomon knew that she was the real mom. Amen? The love of a mother compels as well. Right, moms? If you're a mom, you know, your love for our children compels us to sacrifice, to pray for them, to be on our knees for them. Amen? And then um, in Ruth, we see Ruth's love for her mother-in-law, Naomi. 
And love again compelled her to stay with, with Naomi. She could have gone off and started her note, but that love compelled her to stay with her. And she was blessed in the end because the love compels her. Amen? When Abraham was called by God to sacrifice his son on the altar, and I think about this, of God would call me and say, here, sacrifice your kid. But no, because of his love for God, he was obedient. Amen? And Esther, who uh, risked her life to save the Jewish people, she was compelled by love as well because she could have been killed when she handed the scepter to the king. But no, she was compelled to go and to save her people. And she did whatever it took. Amen? Question is, what has God's love compelled you to do? Have you felt compelled to do something for Christ? And it's a feeling that you get, an urgency, you know? I have to call that sister because something's going on. Or I have to go help that family. Or I have to go pray for the brother or sister. It's compelling. You can't ignore it because it's there. The spirit is in you. Amen? And, um, you know, tonight there are some things that are getting in the way of that love that compels. One of them is that meism. It's all about me. What, you know, and Pastor shared in the last days, love will the love of most will grow cold. Amen? And sometimes we're so worried about me, what's going on with me, my problems, that we can't see ahead and see the problems of others. Amen? And, um, you know, we have to let go of that because the greatest blessings come when that love compels you to act, to action, to do something for someone. Amen? God is calling us to do works and allow that love to work in us, to reach others. Amen? I, too, have been compelled by God's love. I get up every morning to send those scriptures, but I'm not thinking about me. I'm thinking about my brothers and sisters, the word that can penetrate their hearts and, and bring forth a blessing. Amen? To help my brothers and sisters in need. Amen? You know, Galatians 6 says, carry each other's burdens. Amen? It's not about just me. I deny myself. And God says, if you deny, you know, you got to deny yourself in order to, to uh, carry the cross. Amen? And it takes denying yourself. It takes sacrifice. Amen? To pray, you know, sometimes I pray for my students, even though, I could lose my job, but I, I, that love compels me, amen, to serve others and be faithful, amen. The love compels, amen. I mean, God is around us, and we have the opportunity to reach others with the gospel, with the love of Christ. They may never step foot in this church or read their word, but when they see your love, pouring out. Amen. That's the full extent of God's love. Amen. And we've seen in this church miracles, miracles happening, prayers being answered. Amen. And it's because people have been compelled by love. 
you know, the worship team that practices every Thursday and comes faithfully, they are compelled by love. Amen? It may look easy, but no, it's, it's, it's work unto Christ. Amen? And, you know, whenever we have um, activities where we're serving the community, that's an opportunity for us to step out and say, I'm going to serve. Amen? It doesn't matter if you're young or old, we still have a purpose, and God is calling us to, to serve. Amen? What is God's love compelling you to do? Some of you, you know, have been holding back, and God wants you to step out in faith and serve and allow that love to pour out. Amen? You're missing out on the greatest blessing because when I have, when I have you know, been compelled by love to, to action, I receive the greatest blessings. Amen? And that brings joy and, you know, a great feeling. It's like, wow, that person's life is changed. Look at them now. It's like, it, it's uplifting. Amen? And God can use anybody. You know, we don't have to stay in our little space. Same time, same chair, same place, same channel. No, we can come out of that. Amen? And we can serve. There's different needs in this church that we have that we can serve. Amen? The children's ministry, my gosh. I look at the, the new worship team, and I'm like, those kids were in, in, in the classrooms. And to see them up here, it's like, wow, compelling. And to, you know, last week, they, you know, youth, they were sharing the word. And it's like, wow, that is love in action. Amen? So, you know, we, we can all, you know, have our part. You know, it's not just the pastors. Amen? All of us. We are the church. Amen? And tonight, you know, um, if I can call up the worship team short but sweet and um, I think about what Christ did on the cross for us and how that love compelled him so that we can have eternal life I don't think there's anybody else you know maybe my husband would die for me or my mom would have died for me but really what he did on the cross for me he carried our sins amen he could have stayed up in heaven, you know, and just watched from there or sent somebody else, but he came in, in the flesh. Amen? So tonight, you know, I want you to stand. And I will close. And I want to pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight, Lord. And we thank you for your compelling love, Father God, for it's reached each one of us, Father. And we just pray that throughout the days, Lord, we will allow that love, Father God, to pour out of us, Lord, to put it into action, Lord Jesus, and to be an extension of your hands, Father God. Lord, that we can wash others' feet, Father God, and pour over them, Father God, with the love that you've given us, Lord Jesus, that lives will be transformed and that we will see the fruit of our labor, Lord Jesus. And Father, tonight, 
touch that special someone, Lord, that still hasn't made the decision to serve you, Father God. And Lord, I pray that you will tug at their heart, Lord, and that they will surrender their lives to you, Father God. Lord, that you will restore what the enemy has taken, Father God. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you tonight, and we bless your holy name, Lord. Hallelujah. If the Lord has spoken to you tonight, he wants to meet with you at the altar tonight. And he's there for you. Amen.